G'day, tell you baggers. It's Will here. Um, in my Adelaide hotel room during the Adelaide Fringe, uh, my Illuminati show opened last night. I've done a week of preview shows here. Thanks to everyone who's come out and uh, supported the preview shows. I appreciate that. Haven't still got through the whole show yet uh, in five shows, but we're getting there. Um, the, the tour is definitely... Uh, I won't say that it's the best thing that I've done uh, yet, but it's certainly, I think, the best shape any of my shows have ever been at this point in the tour, and I'm looking forward to seeing how it develops over the next nine months. So I'm pretty excited about that. So thank you for everyone for the support. If you want to come and see the show in Adelaide, it's been sold out all week, but there are some tickets available next week, and I always recommend the Monday night show because I don't have a show after me, so I can go for as long as I like on a Monday night. So um, it's a much more fun show. So if you're looking to come one night and you want to see a bit extra, come on the Monday night. That'd be cool. After that, I'm at the Brisbane Comedy Festival. Uh, A lot of those shows are close to selling out, so getting quick. Then the Melbourne Comedy Festival and then the Sydney Comedy Festival in May – Again, those Sydney Comedy Festival shows, it's only a limited amount of shows and they're nearly gone. So if you want to come and see me in Sydney in May, you've got to get in quick for those. After that, I'll be back in the US and Canada and the UK, but I'll, I'll tell you about Minneapolis and Portland and Montreal and London and all those things at a later date. Um, I want you to enjoy today's episode. It's with guest Charlie number one, Dave Anthony. And the reason I just wanted to say something up the front really was... Uh, to firstly apologise for the breaking transmission. Uh, there's heaps of podcasts up my sleeve and they'll come out pretty regularly over the next couple of months, as well as the ones I'll record at the festivals. Um, but uh, secondly, to mention that in this podcast, Dave and I talk about the Comedy Film Nerds documentary, uh, Earbuds, the podcasting documentary, and and the Kickstarter. And they actually got up. Uh, it's If you haven't heard the news, they, they made their funding for the Kickstarter, and uh, $5,000 of that funding came from myself and you guys through the sort of the TOEFOP t-shirt sale and, and a bit of extra money that we contributed. So um, congratulations. It's really exciting uh, to them, and I think it's going to be really exciting to see that documentary about podcasting it's going to be cool for all of us so thank you to everyone who supported that enjoy today's episode cheers the following episode of fofop is classified ma it contains some coarse language some nudity drug references a sex scene time travel terrible batman impersonations a charlie clausen pronounced clausen shaped hole and mild coarse language FOFOP advises that the program is not suitable for persons under the age of 15, and minors must be accompanied by an adult guardian or priest. This is John Deke speaking. Everyone relax, this is TOEFOP. Ironically, I'm not relaxed. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to FOFOP. I am Will Anderson and uh, guest Charlie Clawson, number one, he of the famous uh, T-shirt, Dave Anthony, is Hello. here. Hello, yes. I, am. Uh, I should say thank you to everybody who bought the T-shirts because we uh, did a bit of a drive where we decided rather than selling the limited number that we normally do, we would sell them over the weekend and every bit of profit we made from the T-shirts would go to the Comedy Film Nerds right. uh, Earbuds, a podcasting yeah. documentary. Which at this stage still has about twenty hours to go. This won't post. This episode won't go up before they right. Right. So we donated five thousand dollars on behalf of our show, which that's like, nice. We, we made like nearly two thousand dollars from the t-shirt. So I thought, you know what, I'll kick in some money myself and wow, yeah. and do it. But at this stage, it looks like the Kickstarter isn't going to get up. So basically, you made 
a very generous. It's <laughs> <laughs> gonna. You never know those. Right. So I'm gonna spend that twelve hundred dollars on hookers and cocaine. <laughs> Thanks for buying the t-shirts, guys. I'll we tried this. to help. I was watching. A, there's a food. There's like a food blog that I follow about uh, like the politics of food and what's happening with you know. Food. Oh yeah. Okay. And uh, the woman said she wanted to start sort of like a television network online, and she wanted a hundred grand. Right. And I was like, ah, okay. I mean, I like the information I get from there, but and then uh, and then it was at like thirty thousand two days before, and she made it. Are you serious? Yeah, it it went up so fast the last day. I was right, like, right. Wow. So I should cancel the hookers and cocaine. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> at least until the Kickstarter is. Can yeah. I start a Kickstarter to get me some hookers and cocaine? You, yeah, I guess. That's no. my new business I'm starting. Get your Kickstarter. I think. And it's just for people to raise money. Like if you're the sort of person, say you're sober now, but you miss the good old days of right. taking out $300 at three o'clock in the morning. Yes. And you're like, well, there's probably some kid out there who'd, who'd enjoy a little. that. Just yeah. a little. Yeah, a little You taste. can get on to get your Kickstarter and support them. I mean, why not? Why not? Why, why shouldn't that be there? <laughs> um. Well, that's good though. Like, I mean, they do say they get a lot of the money in the last. Yes. In the last bit of it. But they are they are back. I did look today. They were like seventy thousand. Well, but all so you need six. is somebody to come in who's got a, like a spare seventy thousand. You know what I mean? <laughs> and loves podcasts. Who <laughs> really enjoys podcasting? <laughs> to be honest, if you have a spare seventy thousand dollars, don't even bother like supporting that documentary. Yeah. I will come around to do this show live every week. <laughs> Wherever you want. I will bring in your favorite guests. Yes. You just ask fly, for who you want. them in and we could also do it in, uh, in the Caribbean. We will, you know what? Wherever you want. On your private jet. Yes. We will do a live, we will act out the podcast documentary live for you. Right in front of you. It will be a you. live performance of the podcast documentary. For just $70,000. For you and you only. You can record you, it if you want. You love podcasting. Right. If you love podcasting that much, get us on the pod plane and support it. Oh, the pod plane. <laughs> Why isn't there a pod plane flying us around? Well, at some stage, if somebody makes money out of like podcasting, well, some people somebody are. will. Yeah, but not money, money, are they? I don't know. Marin's making money. Yeah, okay. Well, is he gonna, when's, when's he going to buy a fucking pod plane then? <laughs> you know him. Get Chris, on to him. Chris Hardwick just bought a house next to my friend, and my friend is an Oscar-nominated writer. Us, yeah, he he was nominated for uh, History of Violence, and Chris Hardwick just bought the house next door. Right. So he's got some money, money. Okay. Well, well they got, <laughs> Chris Hardwick could buy a plane. He, I could, could see Chris Hardwick in a plane. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. He could definitely have a plane. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, Chris Hardwick, if you're listening, firstly, I'd love to come on your podcast. <laughs> I buy expensive jeans too. We can talk about that if nothing else. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, but when that's, there's going to be the first podcast, like there's going to be the Nirvana of podcasts, you know what I mean? There's going to be the podcast that breaks out yeah. and then, you know, the touring the world is like the, the next thing, the next thing. Yeah. Right. Who's that podcast going to be? Well, I mean, it's probably some young podcast right now who's being in, they're getting into it now. It's some kid who's, who's going to grow up on podcasts. Right. And he's going to be such a natural. Right, exactly. It's the, what the podcasting world has been waiting for. Right, a guy who gets to podcasting, he's already got his 10,000 hours, you know? Yeah. Because yeah. he's been podcasting since he was a kid. He, 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 he had it in the crib. He was like the Doogie Howser of podcasts. <laughs> he was a man. podcasting ingenue, you know? Yes. 
What, what you know, he started his first we got him these little microphones when he was four and he started a podcast. <laughs> Oh my god! I would love to hear a four-year-old <laughs> podcast. We didn't. We didn't hear. It, well, your son's what? How old's Finn? He's he's four and a half. Yeah. Okay. So and, if, and they don't stop talking, so you could podcast. Right. So if if Finn was going to have a podcast, like yeah. I mean, and maybe that's the angle you should be looking at. Maybe mm. it is too late for you, but you know, it's not too late for Finn. It's not. He can right? start. You could be the you know the the Williams father. Yeah. I don't know what his name is, but the who. Serena and oh, Serena, Venus Williams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could yeah. be the Williams dad yeah. of you know the, the the next generation of podcasters. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, I mean because it really is it worth you know you like feeding any of your energy and any of your money into your career. Is it not good my after bad? <laughs> <laughs> I mean he's fresh and unbroken. You he know is what I mean? Fresh and unbroken. You can raise him. You could yeah. be. You know, you can be the Russell Crowe for his Superman, a guy who's I really, yeah, who grows up on a planet who understands. You know, I feel like my wife has higher expectations than in having the most successful podcast <laughs> in the world. Yeah, <laughs> she's hoping for like doctor. Right. I'm hoping for professional skateboarder. Right, I do. You're like, <laughs> I don't know. I think you'd be good at talking. He's a podigy. He is a podigy. <laughs> oh, my podigy. <laughs> Uh, what would the topics of his podcast be, do you think, just from the things that he's most passionate about talking about? If he was going to start a podcast, what what would he be talking about? Curious George. Okay, yeah, right. For sure. The mysteries of Curious George or just, like, what what does he love about Curious George? Um, he enjoys the stories, he, the not the mysteries, although he does love the word mystery. He's a big fan of it. He, like, if something happens, he'll be like, so... Where did that? Where did that book come from? I don't know. I, I just saw the book there. Ooh, it's a mystery. <laughs> he says that all the time. Well, that's a great name for a podcast. Yeah, and so it's any, a mystery. Anytime if we don't know anything, if we don't know anything about yeah. something, it's a mystery. It's a it's mystery. Not, it's not like we just don't know. It's like no, it's a mystery. It's a mystery. Yeah, that could be his podcast. Yeah, it's a mystery. It's a mystery. Yeah. And he talks about mysterious things. That's exactly the sort of thing a podcast audience enjoys. Oh my god, they would love it. Yeah, this is your, your core demo. Yeah, people who think that things are mysterious. But it would be hard to uh, like. It's not like there's a lot of linear thought happening, right? So, so, okay, well, what do you think? Like, if you was going to do, say, 20 minutes, yeah. like, where would it start? And, and, like, you know, what would be the gamut of the conversation, do you think, over 20 minutes? I think if he had to talk, he would talk about Curious George. He would talk about colors. Like, you know, just in general or what his favorite just color is? In or general, just, like, he would talk about, like, he would talk the about... The nature of color? He would talk he... about his favorite colors, and then he would talk about if right. you combine colors, what happens. Okay. Like, if you put a yellow and a blue together, you get green. He would... He would let you in on Spoilers. that. Spoilers. He would let you in Spoilers on that. for the first episode. Like, <laughs> I mean. He would probably tell some jokes. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. He's well, that's a, what people like on a podcast. Yes, he's got, but they're not, I mean, they're not great jokes. Right, but well, that's what people like on a podcast. I Would you like to see my best hour of jokes for about $40 for, about $40 for one hour? No, yeah, thanks. No, no. I'll just have them, everything that you think of for free. <laughs> That's what we'd prefer. Uh, he would talk about Sonny Jude, his friends from school. Okay, cool. And how, so how, do you th- how do you think the move will affect like, you know, the topics? Do you think the move will be, because you guys are moving tomorrow when we record yeah. this. So is he excited about the move? Yes. Like, is he nervous about the move? He's very excited. Okay, just pure excitement? 
Yeah, right now it's pure excitement. Okay, I mean, there's a couple good. of meltdowns here and there, but uh, but for the most part, he's super into the idea of moving. And he like, and he gets the idea of he's going to live in a new house because yes. for me, like as a kid, I think that is pretty exciting. Yeah, right. And he's got a big backyard, and there's going to be a garden, so he's got the whole thing. Right. So he's super into that. Yeah. So that's exciting because I never moved house in the entire time I no, was of a course. child. Yeah, you were like on a, a farm. Yeah. It's not like people on a farm are like, all right, let's go buy a new farm. No. <laughs> <laughs> and if they do, they just add it to the farm you already have. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so the idea that you would move into a different house that would be your home is like, like I think that is pretty exciting. When yeah. You're that age, right? Yeah, I think so. And does does his living arrangement change at all? Like, I mean, he's got the backyard. Does he get his own room or anything like that? He's, or he already has his he's own room? He's always had his own room, yeah. but now he's got his own room. And now you think that he feels like he, he's excited to be able to decorate it the way he wants? Oh, yeah, because he's starting from scratch. Yeah. Oh, yeah, right. So he's got some ideas that some of them I disagree with. <laughs> <laughs> colors? Does he talk about colors? He's finally, like, the color of the room is yellow for right. whatever reason. Okay. And he's super into that. Yeah. And plus, so like, fine. if he puts blue over the top, it can be it's a green room. green room. Right. Yeah. Yeah. His that's ar- where he'll keep his guests for his podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Just go into my green room. It's actually green. Not all of them are. There's a long story. It's not actually, they don't all, but anyway. He might, he might talk on the podcast a lot about how he has more than other people. What do you um, mean? He Just anything. Like, he'll, he'll, he's at the stage where he'll be like, um, I'm going to put my glass next to yours and there I have more. Mm. You've, you've had yourself a little capitalist. <laughs> no wonder he's going to make this podcast fortune. And if, and if you have more, yeah. then he'll take a sip of yours right. until there's less, and then he'll go, I have more. Okay, well, in fact, he literally could be pro- president of your country. Because <laughs> that is... Yeah, and then he goes much. to the bathroom, and the yeah. poor people hope that some of his urine is on them, and that is trickle down economics. Yeah, that is exactly, yeah. He's like, I have how... more, and if I don't have more, I'm taking I'm some gonna... of yours until I have more. <laughs> That's my boy. It's the most American thing I've ever heard in it my really life. It really is. It's, and it works, right? Right. I oh, know. I mean, this is, I can see why this podcast became really popular. I mean, there's some great life lessons in there. There really are. Yeah. Okay. So, um, what about yourself? Are you excited about the move? Because move, how long have, were you in your previous place? Uh, nine years. Okay, so that's a big wacky a lot. We, we really liked the location. Uh, let me. So I am. I'm so over LA as far as there. There's. It's such an irresponsible city. What do you mean? Because they keep building apartment buildings and not doing anything about the transportation situation. Uh. Oh, so yeah, oh no, they're people, doing something. They're ignoring it. They're they're acting yeah. like all of these new because they're building buildings right. left and right apartment buildings. But they'll just want to stay in their bu- their buildings. <laughs> these are for uh, they're only hiring them to agoraphobics. <laughs> agoraphobics. Agoraphobics. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just going to be agoraphobics. <laughs> Welcome to the agoraphobic yeah. building. Right. <laughs> name your own price. Do you have? Because we name? have a very specific. We can only get agoraphobics. Do I have any neighbors? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's the perfect place. You will never see anyone. You're not leaving your house, right? This is no, LA. No. Can no I car- paint- there's no car spaces. No. Can I paint the windows black? There's not any, to be honest, yeah. there's not even a door. Okay. Uh, what we're doing <laughs> we is in. we're building it level by level, and then we drop you in on a crane, oh, yeah. and then we just build the next and level. And then we build the next one. Yeah. And then it's your dream. And then you live in your dream. You live in your dream. Yeah. It's a very, very comfortable coffin. <laughs> <laughs> Eventually you die, but right. think about how great it is. My you God. don't see anybody how the whole time. How your life is. Oh. And in the middle of LA, so close to everything. 
It's perfect. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it, that is really irresponsible. I mean, I know it's a cliche to complain about Los Angeles traffic, but no, it's 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 actually it's actually for someone who's lived here a long time, it's gotten in the past five years, it's gotten horrifying. And then to see all these, and because it's it's like a all of a sudden just tons of buildings going up. Yep, and they're all apartment buildings. Yep, and the traffic is you can it's a noticeable difference in the past year of just how hard it is to get anywhere. Right. And it's like, well, you have to put in something. You right. can't just keep everything the same. Well, I assume all this bad traffic is because of, they've got all the roads shut off because of the public uh, transport infrastructure. They're putting it at the same time as they put in all these apartment buildings, <laughs> right? That's why the traffic's so bad, right? Uh, no. But in we, a couple uh, of years with the sky trains, we'll be fine, yes, right? Yes, the sky trains. Yeah. yeah. Well, look, we're building a train to the ocean. Right. That everybody should be happy. <laughs> I'm starting a new business. It's like Uber, but you get a homeless guy to lead you through the tunnels under the city. <laughs> it's actually, you can get right across town in 10 minutes. That's beautiful. It's called Hobo. And it smells. Yeah. And yeah, all you have to do is look for a homeless guy. And just and say, are you a Hobo? Hey. And he'll, he'll take and you. He'll, yeah, yeah. Then he'll take you on the journey. Yeah. It sounds great. Yeah. Uh, so you're moving to a new place. So you're I'm very setting excited. up a new life. So you are excited. I'm very right? excited to move. I, I, I'm not a city guy. <laughs> Yep. Uh, I was when I was in my 20s. I haven't been for a long time. I wanted to move away for a long time. Right. So now I get to move. I'm just at the base of the mountains. I can ride my bike. I can go out and do... It's just going to be... I just. It's cleaner air out there. It's just going to be a better deal for me. Yeah. Very, very, it sounds nice. very happy. Yeah. And do you, what effect do you think it'll have on your life at all? Do you think that you will... Like, will it have any effect on you... Yeah, working or coming into town, or it's just no. easy, you think it will just be exactly the same. Yeah, I mean that'll be a pain in the ass uh, uh, more than you know. It used to just be like if I have to go to audition in Santa Monica, which is across. It's like that's going to be a nightmare after right. the city. But uh, just like look, just give me a whether you think I'm in with a chance over the phone. <laughs> I'm a pirate. But the other thing is, is like the business is changing. Pretty soon we're going to do everything from home. Right. You know, we, we cast a guy on Marin who just did the audition from home. Yeah, on Skype or something. Or no, just like he taped just, it and sent it, it and tape. sent it in. And we were like, he's great. Right. So, so the business is changing. He so didn't hopefully. come in for the shooting because he's agoraphobic. No, he never showed up. <laughs> <laughs> he filmed his part from home and you guys just had to edit it in. <laughs> That's right. Isn't it weird? Is Mark it's having a conversation on someone on an iPhone? The lighting is different and Mark is in his driveway and the other guy is in a closet it's very <laughs> off-putting but okay um so new neighbors are you the sort of person who will meet your neighbors yeah like, i'll meet my neighbors yeah i'm a neighbor so guy. you're a neighbor guy yeah what do you bring to the neighborhood surliness <laughs> <laughs> i don't know uh it, it's always a weird thing to move to a place like that and tell people you're in the entertainment industry and then have them seek out your work and then right. not want to talk to you anymore. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> like the guy across the street is a vice cop. Yep. So he, I, I would imagine he has... He, hey, he's already heard the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> so a vice cop probably isn't like... <laughs> That's the podcast, by the way. Yeah, I know. Finn and the vice cop. <laughs> Cops like we found the drugs at the scene, but there was no fingerprints. And Finn's like, "It's a mystery." What do you think of when I say yellow uh, prostitutes? Right. 
<laughs> I had no cocaine and they had heaps. So I took it all and then I had more. Yeah. Uh, so um, you meet, you bring to the neighborhood a bit of surliness, but you bring a bit of showbiz. They, they'll look yeah, you I up. Yeah, I think, yeah. Um, I think so. You know, neighborhood watch, stuff like that. Do they do things like that? I don't know. I don't know if it's that kind of place. You like, know, is it I, a neighborhood neighborhood? Well, I yeah, it seems like it's like a little, the little it's a one block and it seems like everyone knows each other right. and, and they have a block party every year. So, okay. yeah. Um, you could probably do a set at the block party. Yeah, I do. Yeah. yeah. They, the, the person who owns the house, when I asked them, I said, uh, what's, uh, what's crime like up here? And she goes, well, there were six cars broken into a couple of miles away. Like a month ago, I was like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. you mean every night in L.A.? <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know if my next door neighbor here likes me. Not in the building. But because um, I've got the balcony, we were oh, out there a second, yeah. and there's like, and so if if someone so across across the building, across. yeah, d- d- the building directly across. Yeah. Now I'm assuming because this is a new building, so I assume he's put up with like building for the oh, last yeah. however long that and that's took. Hell, that's annoying. Yeah, and I don't know what his place is like. It looks like it doesn't have a balcony or anything, so he, it, it's his bedroom window. Yeah, and. When I have someone over and it's the middle of the day, we'll go on the balcony, you know, and, and like chit chat out there. Yeah. What's well, the middle of the day? Right. It's the middle of the day. I think you yeah. can chit chat on your balcony. I think right? so. Yeah. Uh, but he's to, like, so. Let me, let me, let me just guess. Okay. Is there a, a slamming of a window that yeah. happens? <laughs> it's very passive aggressive. Like I offend that guy. Like <laughs> <laughs> I've slammed some windows. <laughs> uh, the, so. He built up to the slam. The slam was just today. Yeah. Just this ah. afternoon, the slam happened. Really? Yeah. But um, he's built up to it. So the one night uh, when I was out there, he, he look, I think the first night, yeah. he didn't really know we were there. I think it might have even been me by myself there the first night. I was oh. out there doing some work or whatever. Yeah. And he's gone over to the window to shut the blinds and he's in his red like underpants and sure. nothing else. Uh-huh. And... He kind of like looks out the window and we make eye contact. Oh, awkward. Like while he's in his undies and yeah. then he shuts the blind. Yeah. But then one other night when I was out there, definitely with someone else, he did a bit of blind up, blind down, blind up. Like, you know, like a bit of aggressive blind stuff. Like he yeah. was, I didn't know what was going on with yeah, that. that's weird. It wasn't that late either, you know. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, t- it's, uh, then today he's given me the, the full like, you know, aggressive slam down. It's, here's the thing. What time was this? Uh, like two o'clock in the afternoon, okay, three it's, o'clock. It's Sunday in the middle of the day. What right. the fuck are you? You live in a city. It's right. not like that's how it works. That's the thing about the apartment living. It's always right. going to be loud somehow. You deal with it, right? And put some pants on, right? <laughs> I mean, it was not a great look. <laughs> Is he in shape at least? No, he's like and. Part of it is, I'm guessing he's like my age. Yeah. Like, I'm going to say he's 40, right? Yeah. Maybe like 45. Yeah. But he could easily be 55 just by oh, having a yeah. look at him. You sure. know, like I was, th- actually I was reading the other day. And this is one of those, like, I know he's a cartoon character or whatever, but it just shows how, I think that you see people, okay, I'll just tell you what it is and I won't try to read too much into it. Mm-hmm. Uh I'm four years older than Homer Simpson is on The Simpsons. Right. He's definitely a cartoon character. Right. Because <laughs> he doesn't seem to have got older at all in that time. 
And I've got heaps older. What? Well, <laughs> let me say, we have seen him when he was younger. Yeah. We have. No, and no, he no. has aged, but it, in the time of, of the right. cartoon existing, no, he hasn't aged. No. He has, but neither is Bart. Right. So it's all really weird. <laughs> That I is, would actually say that, that is not Homer the point. That might, is not the point I'm making. Might be the same age as when he started. Homer is the same age as when he started, like in their world, yeah. right? Even though right. clearly they've had various Christmases and whatever. Yes, but they in their world, he's 36 years old, right? Which is four years younger than and, I am, and looking sharp. <laughs> but do you know what I mean? Like to me, Homer Simpson. I guess because I was a kid when I first started watching The Simpsons, and he was this like middle-aged yeah. dad dude yeah like and he was you know that was that classic sort of that's what you were like when you're like yeah. became this like middle-aged dad yeah i'm four years older than now you're is. older than homer i'm older than homer simpson yeah you've you've lapped homer i'm like but i'm much older than homer simpson yeah and i feel like i'm in pretty good nick compared to him <laughs> But the interesting thing about Homer is... Right, what is that? Tomorrow, uh -huh. he could be in better shape than you. Yeah, it's true. With just one shift of the pen. Right. Yeah. Or a few less shifts of the pen. Yes. So right. I, I would say, yeah. and this is just a general thing for probably everybody listening and everyone else, don't compare yourself to cartoon characters. <laughs> So I shouldn't have got angry the first time I went to the Acme Comedy Club and the Roadrunner wasn't involved no, in the business at all? No, no, Okay, all right. Makes a lot more sense. Do you guys have Tom and Jerry where you were from? Australia? Tom and Jerry. Tom and Jerry, a cat and a mouse that fought all the time? A cat and a mouse that no. fought all the... No, we had, everyone had Tom and Jerry. I was oh, you just, did? Okay, yeah, I was just for a minute. I was just... I don't know. I was trying, no, I don't well, know that's, that, that was now, what right? I was playing on. <laughs> That was the exact thing. I knew you didn't know. I mean, we didn't have your fucking ostrich. Right. <laughs> and we hit did though. It was Jay, it was Jay Leno. That's, it was Jay Leno. What I, what, I love, um, what I love the most about that, it also explains the, the relationship between Australia and America, which is like, we took everything that you fucking said our way. We're like, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah oh, yeah, no, no. Yeah. We'll have Tom, Tom and Jerry. Jerry yeah. Oh, yeah. No, uh, anything. We'll yeah. watch all your things. The yeah. Jetsons, whatever. You, yeah. Whatever Bring you it. want. Yeah. Just... Hogan's Heroes. Uh -huh. We'll fucking watch it. Okay, 18. And you're like, oh, 18? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. MacGyver, whatever. Uh, yeah. Whatever you've got. Uh, Dukes of Hazard. Dukes of Hazard, uh. of course. <laughs> Gilligan's Island. That's what I grew up on. The Brady Bunch. Oh. These are my family stories. <laughs> this is the way I was raised. Yeah. yeah. We got all that shit, and you were like, when you get your fucking ostrich. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's a good point. It's nice to be here, though. One way. Um, so, uh, yes, we had Tom and Jerry, of course. Yes. Yeah. Yes. The cat. And, the, and we also, Australia would get like, a, there would be, well, there was one of those ones had the, the boxing kangaroo that was in like a one of those, like a Looney Tunes or one of those oh, early. So there yeah, was a, there was, the was always like a, kangaroo. they thought it was a rat or something and it was a kangaroo yeah, was and a kangaroo. it would like get into fights. Yeah. So that was your, your Australian connection. Our, our, uh, yeah, what we thought of you. Right. The ta Tassie Devil. The, yeah. The, yeah. Oh the, yeah. The yeah. Tasmanian Devil. Yeah, the Tasmanian uh, Devil. Fantastic. But right. uh, I don't care about the leaping cancer story. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's not in the cartoon. <laughs> um, so, uh, so yeah, so my next door neighbor uh, doesn't like me. Does not like me one bit. Um, That's sad. 
But you know what? Everybody else in the building is good. Is pretty nice. Yeah. Like I've met a few people. I've met Wally a few times. Mm. Uh, Wally's a flamboyant sort of middle-aged gay guy sure. in a lot better shape than the dude next door. Okay, good. A lot better shape than the dude next door. Yeah. Um, there is a girl downstairs um, who has a dog. What kind of dog? Oh, like a little girl dog. A little, little tiny dog. And yeah. she's a little tiny it girl. It's like a white dog. Yeah, okay. It's one of those dogs that always looks like... You know, like you see a tiny dog and they're like trying to go to the toilet, but it kind of looks like they're shaking and they're going to die. Oh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. You're like, is that, yeah, dog, how are you, is that how, dog okay? Is that dog meant to be like that? Oh, if sh- Shitting should never be Why like is your that. dog that jittery? <laughs> Why is it so freaked out by something that everything has to do to survive? I can't have to do this <laughs> again. I have to do this again. I have to do this again. <laughs> It's one of those dogs. Uh, yeah. She's kind of cute though. Like she's kind of cute. What the, is she, the downstairs what, how, girl. how old is she? She ah, oh, like young. I'm going to say mid twenties. What does she do? Don't know what she does. Interesting. Um, she wears UGG boots and tracksuit pants and has a little dog shit on the front of. She's a model. At the front though. Don't think she, I did see. Her, I definitely saw a model today. Um, just when I was down at Gelson's, the supermarket, uh-huh. just before then, I was like, there was a, there was like a. You know, just like when you can tell someone's a yes. model. Yes. That was, that was a, that there was a model, and yeah. she was there with her. What I have filled in in my penthouse forum mind of making up this sure. story. Yeah. Her lesbian girlfriend. Ah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I like it. Yeah, because her her her, her, wrong with that. her girlfriend. Well, the modelly one was like really hot, but kind of like had some tattoos and was like a bit edgy looking as well. Uh-huh. And then she had like a girlfriend who was dressed pretty much like you. <laughs> and, <laughs> they might have been housemates but they were shopping yeah. together and yeah. in my imagination yeah. i was like very positive for their love and was glad that it was you know yeah that, that i could support it yeah. i love walking down the street uh, where i live on a sunday night because well for two reasons i've i've started maybe this is terrible maybe i shouldn't even be saying this mm. but there's a place then you definitely should. <laughs> no, it's not even like it's just such a like. I just realized what I've been doing, but I've been timing my walk, walk at night because I've been riding. I've been, I, I, I try to go for a walk sure. like during yeah, the day, I so that. I time my walk at night to sort of break up the day a little yep. bit. But I've also noticed that there's like a pizza place down like about twenty minutes into my walk mm-hmm. that's giving away free samples at the moment. So if I <laughs> Oh my god! It's like you're in college. It's like you're 21 year old. So, every night I've been timing, and I've like tried like five of their pizzas. Like I'm trying. I reckon I don't know how many vegetarian ones they have, but I reckon I've tried most of the range. And they're substantial slices. They're like a really decent slice of hot pizza. Yeah, yeah. It's really nice. In the well, free pizza walk. is much better than regular pizza. It's like I'm in the marathon, but I'm not running and it's not Gatorade. No, I'm walking and you, it's pizza. It seems like you're you're counteracting the walk. Oh, no, I'm putting on weight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely not walking far enough to yeah. work off the pizza, yeah. but I'm enjoying it. That's interesting. But on, on a Sunday when I walk down that way, because like the Sunday is like the sort of all the gay bars are just like packed full yeah on a sunday and yeah. it's just so Eternal like lose. it's genuinely joyful yeah you're yeah. like like it just you walk down there and you, you you have to stop yourself just walking up to people and going happy new year <laughs> like that's what it feels like it's like hey congrats your team won right yeah right <laughs> rainbows, rainbows come on come on 
yeah it's it's amazing it's like it's genuinely quite quite um joyful i've I've been enjoying it so i'm timing my my thing with the pizza and the 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 run down the gay street yeah yeah that's a good time yeah it's a good good walk yeah yeah are you exercising at the moment how's your health uh i was exercising until uh the uh the move and everything else happened and then that stopped Hopefully when I move to this new place, I like to ride my bike and this is very bike ride place. Like I can go up in the mountains, I can ride on the streets. Like hopefully I can get back into that. Right. Maybe put together a, like a, a local troop of guys. Maybe that's your role in the community. You could be like the, no, because <laughs> then I see, then I see, you could uh, all have matching outfits. Uh, well, yeah. Then I see matching outfits. I mean, probably just walking in the room merchandise. You couldn't clear. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. We should have a biking outfit. <laughs> we should sponsor a team. Uh, yeah, no, I don't want to be one of those guys, but I did. I was driving up. There's a, there's sort of a hill on this main street and, uh, and I, I saw a guy pretty out of shape, really struggling to get up the hill on right. his bike. And I thought, there I am in a couple <laughs> weeks. That's good, though. Yeah. I used to, I used to ride up uh, the, the main park here is Griffith Park. And it's a hill, basically. It's, you know, and I used to ride up and down that a lot. Now it's going to take me a while to get back into shape. To Yeah, but that's, that's good. You've got yeah. time, yeah. right? I mean, I hope so. I hope I have time. <laughs> what do you know? <laughs> I mean, I'm just guessing. I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> you mean time? Like I have time you, in you my day, like, or I have time You guys time aren't before. moving to the country, so you can have your quiet last days, right? <laughs> <laughs> he always wanted to die near the mountains. We couldn't get him right up the mountain, but we could get him near the base. I had to be buried in the backyard. Right. We think Finn's going to start a podcast out of the trauma, so oh it'll be God. fun. Uh, it's going to be called Yellow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Coldplay will do the theme song. That's how big it's going to be. Coldplay will actually give him the theme song. And he'll open with a joke. Um, did you ever know much about the Australian band In Excess? Uh, I enjoyed their music. And I know what happened at the end. Yeah. That's about it. Yeah. Um, it, it's, they've been sort of back in the news in Australia. Because they got a this new singer, week. right? Uh, oh, well, they always have a new singer. There's oh, been a, oh, they've, st- oh, they've continued on. There's been... Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I don't I don't like they that. They should not have. I don't think you should be allowed to call yourself the same name if you lose your singer. Right. Or like lead guitar. Like those two <laughs> are fairly... <laughs> that does start... From the minute you start a band, that does start to d- differentiate. Yeah. Like, like, who's... If, like if you two lost The yeah. Edge or Bono, right. they would be a different band. But they can lose the other guys, right. Adam Clayton. And the, they can, those guys... We, can, we know another guy who plays trumpet, right? <laughs> we, we can get that guy in. That'll be fun. Um, I don't know if I told you this there's, last... There's a really mad bass player <laughs> listening right now, like furious. Yeah, but like, you know, it's bass. It's fucking four strings. And you don't need to do chords. So come on, guys. We all know you can learn bass in a day. Uh, so, um, uh, oh, fuck, what was I uh, going to talk about? Uh, that reminded me of something in excess. Oh, so my, I don't know if I told you this last time that we spoke, but my accountant, I've spoken about this before, my accountant was in a famous Australian band called Hunters and Collectors. Oh. And, uh, of course, we've never heard of them in America. No. Uh, you might have heard, like, maybe they had a one really big song that was called Throw Your Arms Around Me, which has become like a oh, bit yeah. of a, like okay. a, yeah. right, but Eddie Vedder did it, you know, at the big day out in Australia. That was the, the Australian song that they did. Yeah. And it's like, 
Uh, so I got last week I was emailing my accountant and uh, he signed off by going, I won't be able to get back to you until mid next week because uh, we're supporting Bruce Springsteen over the weekend. Yeah, my accountant supported Bruce Springsteen. What? Yeah, the boss. What? Yeah, my accountant. Uh, what, what is he? He's the trumpet player in Hunters and Collectors. That's they've insane. Reformed. They've reformed and they're supporting Bruce Springsteen. That's and crazy. Is, yeah, and he's also my accountant. My accountant's a comedian. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was talking to him once. He's like, yeah, I used to play the comedy store. I was like, what? <laughs> I always kept my receipts. <laughs> That was the lesson. <laughs> That's how you make money out of comedy. Some people are like, you know what? I'm not going to take that $14 check. Well, I took the $14 check and I kept my receipts and I claimed it and I did quite well. I have my own business now. It's really weird. That's crazy. Yeah. My account was like, he was like, oh, it's fun to be back doing gigs. Yeah, like, of course sure. it is. When are you going to leave? Right? Like, also, can we sort this American financial thing? Because I just need to know I'm not going to get deported. And <laughs> Say good day to Bruce and everything, but I believe he's got his taxes in order. So, wow, yeah, right. That's it's exciting though. Like it's it's yeah. pretty cool. But I I do kind of wonder what it's like for a person like that. And and Michael, my accountant, is a very successful accountant. Like he's right. and he's an entertainment accountant. And like you know, he's still right. obviously uh, his wife. Um, I, I was, I've mentioned him a few times on the podcast, but his wife uh, is Laura Waters, um, and she uh, produces all Chris Lilly's stuff and he, she did peter hallier's show that was on tv uh-huh. last year she does some really yeah. like you know she's a good tv producer they're a creative family but he's yeah. this really successful accountant and it's, he's also supporting bruce springsteen but he can't like like if he was in a band and he still wants to play music then he then it, it would be like if we had quit and right. had a job like he doesn't want to do it he doesn't want to be your accountant <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that thought has crossed my mind before. It really has. Like a case of... Because like... I mean, because he does not seem like that. If you were... You know, he always seems like to be a guy who's been so... Like, it wasn't like he went and got, you know, got into another band after that band broke up. He went and built another career. But he's obviously at the same time, it's not like he hasn't played music for 20 years because otherwise... He'd be terrible when they took no, him back yes. into the band. He's so clearly he's clearly continued, continued yeah. to play music. Yes, I mean that is interesting, isn't it? Like, yeah, it's can really you imagine if we came back in like ten years and maybe again, like you know, while Finn's starting his podcast, yeah. you could get like another job on the side, and you know, uh-huh. just what? Oh, no, uh, but the, it would be weird, right? Like, I, I mean, was, I if I was a landscaper. <laughs> Is that what we're talking about? Yeah. If, oh, I, yeah, if I, I pulled up in my truck. And if you I, open a bike shop. And then I was like, hey, listen, Will, uh, I'm not going to be able to do your bushes next week. <laughs> I'm Why be, is that, Dave? Why can't you do my bushes? I'm opening for Louis Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> but that's kind of what it's like, right? Sort of, yeah. Yeah. It's a little odd. I mean, maybe it's like... Is it? Are you guys in the middle of tax? Because like this for... For me, because I'm incorporated, right. like this is tax time. Like right. I, so the reason that we are corresponding at the moment is because I needed to work out, because this is a nice problem to have, but finally this year I had to encounter... Now, I've been coming to America for three and a half years. Yeah. This will give you an indication of what it's been like until now. Uh-huh. This is the first time that I had to ask, what do I do with this money I'm earning in America? <laughs> 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 the first time the question has been asked... <laughs> Was yeah. three and a half years in. Yeah. 
but um, so uh, I'm trying to deal with just to make sure that I'm okay with here, right. which I think I am. I'm earning such a small amount here that it, I think the way that it works is anyway. It's all. Do you have to pay ta- uh, Australian taxes on the money you make here? Right. Yeah. So at the moment, I think the way that it works. And again, I'm not an expert in this. Yeah. This is what I was asking the question about, but. Because of the way that my company works back home and the small amount of money I'm earning here, I, there's some sort of exemption or whatever I get where basically I just pay all my tax back home. Like it's a, right. you know, so. Gotcha, yeah. Um, but again, that's the that's what I'm trying to find out and mm-hmm. that's what he's doing. But yeah, he's not doing it until midweek because, you know, fucking Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I wish you had said that's not acceptable to me. <laughs> I'm sorry, that won't work for me. Uh, how about you throw your arms around my financial situation? How about that? Right? They know another guy can play trumpet. Everyone knows Every, the guy there's can play always trumpet. a guy who can play trumpet. I mean, <laughs> come on. There's not a lot of guys that can do my taxes. <laughs> um, but it, like, it's a nice, I mean, I guess it's a nice thing to like, have to at least start worrying about. Yeah. Like I'm going to have to start getting at least my you know, bills in my own name now because right. at least one of them isn't in my name, uh, which is my uh, Wi-Fi bill, which despite me having called them now three times since I got my Wi-Fi put on, uh, is still under the name Will Emerson. <laughs> Will with two L's, Emerson. I've been paying oh. Will Emerson's uh, well, internet bill for nice the last three months. It's but, nice of you. And they're fine... You know, here's fine the th- taking the money. Here's the thing about this company. Yeah. They're fine taking a credit card that says Will Anderson yeah. for old mate fucking Will Emerson. Yeah. But when Will Anderson calls to say, hey, can I have my name on the account? They're like, well, well you're going to have to check with Will Emerson. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> well, I'll Will, just, Will Emerson's paying the bill. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll, just, I'll just put him on. <laughs> hey, it's Will Emerson. I'm the same person. You should call him up as Will Emerson. <laughs> yeah, this is Will Emerson. And say you want to transfer the bill. I am getting this bill. <laughs> What company is it? Uh, TWC, mate. Uh huh. Yeah. Yep. Time. I mean, the cable. exciting thing about all of our internet companies and cable companies is they don't give a flying fuck. Why would they? America's they got, control the internet. America has the worst. We have the we have like our internet's like fifteenth in the world, and Australia's number one as far as speed goes. That's not true. Mm-hmm. There was just like a, a whatever study or whatever. <laughs> you guys are knocking. You guys are knocking out of the park. Really? Like you and South Korea are like kicking ass. I my experience with the internet here is that it's better here than at home. Really? Yeah. They must have done that survey. I think it depends on right. where you are. Right. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. Right. Oh no no no. At Google, it's ice. <laughs> right now, there's so many Australians <laughs> that are like kicking their wall, going, "It's fuck you. It's not good." <laughs> Yeah, right. right. Is, there is plenty of places that are not good in Australia. As yeah. soon as you get out of the cities. Yeah. Like, so the previous government who, you know, had the... Yeah, look. This, you, here's, you've... Yeah, I know. There's been a governmental change. Here. Right. But from what I've been reading, it's not going well. Well, here's the thing that I'm going to say, Dave, is yeah. I was a person who was f- so frustrated by the shortcomings of our previous government mm-hmm. that even though that was probably traditionally the at least the side of politics that best represents my views. Mm-hmm. 
that had that was not what the, those governments were to me. Right. Like on the major things that I find important issues like gay marriage, mm-hmm. issues like you know our uh, border protection policy and our attitude mm-hmm. to refugees and all these sort of things that I th- you know the idea of inequality in that society and mm-hmm. having a safety net and a Medicare system, things that I just personally am passionate about. They were both doing a pretty shitty job. Like you know, yeah, that's and, how I feel about right. Yeah, yeah, here, yeah. yeah. Only one party, the business party, you know? Yeah, and, it's all about money. Right, we're all getting fucked, yeah. you know? Uh, and classic, that sort of thing of like, you know, this idea in society that... There was that article the other day about how 85 people have as much wealth as like 30% yeah, of the population or whatever it yeah. fucking is. And that as a society, that just is like in the paper for one day and then it's never fucking mentioned again. Right. It should be, people should be screaming. We should all be in the streets going, fuck you, give the money. Mate, 85 people. Yeah. With the audience listening to this podcast, we could take those motherfuckers. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like it's not that many people. It's yeah. not right that that fewer people no. have all that money when no. there are so many people who have nothing. Yes. It is not fair. That is not how society should operate, right? Yes, comrade. But what they do is they fucking tell the people who are at the bottom that there's someone who's even further down the bottom yes. who's like, they're the reason. They're the Don't reason. Don't look at us. No, the guy, that guy down there who's digging that, that trench. Guy. That guy's in a union, so fuck him. Fuck him. He's taking your That's money. why you don't have yeah. the... That person who's floated here from a war zone on a fucking boat, <laughs> giving their last amount of money and doesn't have identification because they had to destroy it to escape a brutal regime, That they came from North Korea. Uh, yeah, you know that UN report that came out this week that said that uh, the crimes in North Korea are equal to that of Nazi Germany? And we yeah. were like, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, uh, fine, well, whatever. Yeah. Did you see Kanye propose <laughs> to fucking Kim Kardashian on the fucking... Like, it's... You know, they, they, they get us to kick down and kick down. So I was a person who honestly believed by the time the last election happened that this government could not be worse. any worse. Yeah. I think I think people always think that. And I think that I thought And I that. was wrong. <laughs> I was so fucking I wrong. I thought that before George Bush. I thought that, well, this, you know, this is all bullshit. And yeah. just, oh, no, it can get worse. Right. And then it gets worse again the next I mean, time. The people don't know, eventually a Republican, Republican, the the a Tea Party guy, or one of these crazy assholes, is getting into a part into, into power in America, and it's going to be fucking nuts. Nuts. It's going to be nuts. And then they get rid of shit that you can never rebuild. Right. That's the problem. Yes. You know, they yes. sell off the shit they own. They, they sell it off. They sell it off. And it's then, gone. And then like fucking roads and shit that we paid for, and they go, let's sell that. And then all of a sudden you're paying to drive on the roads that you used to own. And, and it's like, what like, the fuck just happened? I mean, it goes back to that idea of like you know infrastructure for society you know if all these people want to live in this city then what the money should be going to is like building those roads and like you know that's what the taxes of yes is to like have the infrastructure that makes it yeah yeah anyway mm, boy great. wow grandpas he listened to the grandpa angry podcast we they just went off those two what about the roads <laughs> <laughs> oh man it is but it's i mean it's it's hard not to get angry about I, I, that sort of stuff i had to drive so we're moving and i want to make it as quick for the movers as possible because you pay them by the hour mm-hmm. so all of the shit that was like weird to deal with and put into boxes i put in my car and was driving back and forth to right. a new place so it's like a half hour drive uh-huh. so i did five trips this weekend it was so insane. It was insane driving in some. We also have a thing in LA where people 
stop in the middle of the road or slow down to like two miles an hour because they don't know, they haven't made a decision <laughs> on where they want to go. So right. they just decide, I'm going to make that decision in the middle of the road. Do, do and it happens are they, all the time. What, are there people just driving around? It's they, they just drive and then they go, oh, where do you want to go? Should we go? <laughs> I don't know. Do you want to get pizza? And they do that in the road. No, let's get a hamburger. And they just sit there and talk about it. It's and then also the number of people on their phones just driving like 20 miles an hour on the highway. You're like, what are you doing? Is it, is it not illegal to talk on it's your phone? It's completely illegal. Because I've never, like you were, I know, fuck man, it's, it's an epidemic because I've been walking everywhere. So Because I, I, I don't have a car yeah, here. Yeah. And so I am like, so you're constantly looking in and you are amazed because you see the flow of traffic much easier for when you're walking and stuff like that and you see people not take off and you see people miss the – and you hear the beep and you uh -huh. look up and it's always someone okay, who's on the phone. Yeah. There's people driving along on their phone. You, it, you're in charge of something that could kill somebody and change your life or their life right. forever. Well, right. or, you know, whatever. you like – and yeah. like if you had a gun in your hand, you wouldn't fucking get on your – well, it's America. Maybe you would. But <laughs> – <laughs> just to ring someone and say, I've got a gun, freedom. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, it it's insane how little we care and how and yes. you th and people think, oh well, you know, I stopped there for a second and I had time to check it. But it's not the time you took to check it. It's that half second where you didn't take off, so the person behind you gets pissed right. off and the and it just interrupts and, and everything. And then the guy eight cars back is like, I missed that light because some idiot was right. on his phone. And it's so Oh, so selfish. It's so selfish. Yeah. Right. It's mind boggling. And it, it, the city's bad enough as it is right. driving around, but then they just have idiots everywhere. You're like, I don't know. Oh, it, it is that sort of thing where you're like, can't we all just agree that this is fucked and we're all in it together yeah. and it's fucked? Let's so all let's pay all attention. try our best. You have one job to do. Right. You're at the light, you're making a left. You right. have one job to pay do. Pay attention. When it turns green, you get to go. Right. Yeah. Thanks for cooperating. <laughs> We're all in this together. None of us are out on these roads today to fuck it up for anyone else. I, but so many times today I was behind someone who was on their phone or just making a decision in the middle of the road. And people are going to start shooting at each other again. Like people are going to uh, start you know, shooting had, at each other again. We had a big again. rash of that here in LA uh, on the highways of people shooting each other on the highways. Right. And it stopped. But once that flares up again, then other people start doing it again. They just, the, our Supreme Court, or no, an appellate court just knocked down the law saying uh, now everyone can carry in, uh, in California. Right. It was it, up until a week ago, it was illegal for everyone. To, now anyone can carry a gun. Anyone? Yeah, the appellate court said that anyone can carry a gun. Really? So I could carry a gun? Yeah. That's not a great idea. No, it's a terrible idea. But, you, but this, so why aren't people more polite in traffic if they know everyone can carry a gun? I mean, this might be a good thing for traffic. <laughs> Not if I'm stuck behind a guy who just got shot. Oh, yeah, that's true. I was, gonna, <laughs> like, I was just saying the more like everyone would like be paying attention because like they might get shot, but I didn't actually think through that. I mean, there might be less honking. <laughs> You know? Right. <laughs> Certainly not as sustained. <laughs> you might get one in, but but that'd be oh. it. So like so are you saying that in the, like in this state now anyone can just carry around a gun? Yeah, that's my understanding, is that unless they're unless they're uh gonna try to file again to say, you know, to push it to the Supreme Court, but I believe the Supreme Court's already ruled that anybody can have a fucking gun, whoever wants it's we're insane. We're insane. 
I mean, we're insane. Have you ever considered having a gun? No. Never. And I've had guns pointed at me twice. But here's the thing. If someone pulls a gun on you, it's already too late to pull your gun. Now, if somebody has a knife, nah, maybe you can pull it. Not if you're motherfucking quick like me, man. <laughs> I mean, I'd be great yeah, at sure, it. Sure, sure, I'd be yeah. great at it. No, I know you <laughs> People who are great at You know, stoners are renowned for their hand-eye coordination. <laughs> and their quick wits. It's like watching I pull a gun in slow motion. What are you doing? Oh, you're getting your gun out. No, I just do all that like fancy shit where they point it and I just fucking grab it and turn it around and I'm like back at them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I just yeah. do that. I've seen that on telly. Should be easy. I think that that's the thing about most people in America is that they all think they live in the movies. Right. And then when you're actually faced with a situation with a gun, it turns out it's not as easy as you think to shoot the bad guy. But why did they always take the bad parts of the movies and not the good parts of movies? Like, why didn't after Basic Instinct, lots of people just like... They start showing their vaginas? Yeah. <laughs> They like movies. <laughs> I mean, that's a fine question. <laughs> uh, have you had a chance to go to the movies lately? It's a terrible time for movies. Oh, the, the Lego movie uh, apparently is yeah, very good. Yeah, that was the last one I saw, the Lego movie. It was yeah. great. Uh, no, I haven't seen anything else. It's, there's nothing out that I really want to see. It's pretty bad. It's, I mean, there's a fucking movie about a volcano that killed everyone instantly. Pompeii. So how are you making a movie... I mean, I assume, my assumption is that the Taking lovers... Taking some dramatic license? Well, the lovers die holding hands, and then they cut to them, and they're stoned or whatever. Years, oh. oh. And then well, they open I them up, and they're inside. <laughs> <laughs> like a kind of surprise. <laughs> but they're just really old. But they've survived somehow. <laughs> eating bugs. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It, so there's a movie about a volcano. I'm like, I don't know what happens there. Yeah, I mean, it seemed... It seemed very much in the sort of Hercules, um, those sort of three, because it made us, I've got a friend who's the lead in the The 300 300 sequel, like a, yeah, mate of mine from Australia is Sullivan Sullivan Stapleton. I wonder if it's any good. I don't know. It doesn't look like it's going to be fantastic, but I hope for his sake that it is going to be good, or at least that, you know, he... He's really good in it. People like the first one. I don't, I thought it was cartoony and weird. I kind of, I like some of it. Yeah, it was interesting. Right. But yeah, is, yeah. It, is it Zack Snyder again? Because he's out of his mind. I mean, he's involved. Yes. It'll have Zyder sneak. It'll stink of Snyder. He's out of his fucking mind at yeah. this point, so. Yeah, I don't think, I, I think maybe he's like, if I'm going to guess, and I am guessing, but um, I think he might be the, the Christopher Nolan to whoever's directing it, that Christopher right. Nolan is to right. him in the, you know. Well, that didn't work on... Uh... Batman or no Superman? No, Superman. Whoops! Yeah, I had Batman on my mind. It, uh, well, why not? I sat and watched The Dark Knight Rises again the other night because I watch I, it every. I watch it all the time. Man, it was on and like I finally. Well, you fixed my TV for me, which I appreciate. <laughs> it's like I don't remember Batman looking Did like we? the bold and the beautiful. Did we? Did we talk about this on the? Po- I think we might have. We might have spoken about it, but it wasn't fixed last time. But basically, yeah. Did we talk about it on the podcast? Yeah, I think we talked about yeah. it on the podcast. Basically, it got installed, but it hadn't been calibrated yeah. or whatever it was meant to, and uh, and um, so you, you got, sent me the instructions, and yeah. I went through and put the instructions in, and it, it looks a lot better. And then I watched, uh, yeah, like three quarters of the Dark Knight Rises the other night. Yeah, like, that was it. <sighs> It's just, it really is. It's good. It's really good. I can't wait to show those three movies to my kid. He's four and a half. Have you, why have you not? 
What are you waiting for? His fifth birthday? Happy birthday, son. Sit down. He knows about Two-Face. What do you mean he knows about him? He he. Well, I would think because he's he hasn't seen any of the cartoons. Uh-huh. But he know they all know who Batman is. Right. Spider-Man. But the other day he was like, Harry, Two-Face. Oh. And I was like, what? How do you... What's happening? Right. They just they just pick up stuff at school, and then he's like, you know, Two Face. I'm like, I don't. <laughs> I love, it. but also like comes to you like, no, he's what? Like... You don't fucking know Two Face? <laughs> Everyone knows Two Face, mate. Do I already have to start teaching you stuff? I thought this would kick in a little bit later. Have we reached all the stuff that you know that I don't know about? Uh, I'm starting my own podcast. All right, let's start with the League of Shadows, and right. I'll just work back from there. Oh my God, how old are you? <clears throat> I'm older, much older than you. <laughs> I um, am interested on the TV show Arrow, which somebody did send me. I've a, never seen it. You know what? Like, like we all have a love affair. I just, I like, I like superhero things. Are you so with, with all these Netflix ones? Are you gonna? Are you gonna be? You yeah, know, I mean, I'll probably watch them. Yeah, I'm not sure. I feel sort of conflicted. I feel like there's too many. I, well, I'll just watch the good ones. And the terrible ones. <laughs> I will watch all of them. Did you ever watch The Greatest American Hero? Oh my God, did I watch The Greatest yeah, American they, Hero? They should remake that, right? They should remake that. I don't know why they haven't. I would love to see Greatest American Hero gritty reboot. It's, yeah. It's, so what, what was the, like, so the premise was like the suit came from outer space. Yeah, he or something, found the didn't suit. It? He found the suit. Yeah. And then he like, and he was like, essentially he was like an incompetent yes. hero, the greatest yes. American hero. Yeah. And, um, who would be? Because like, who played him in the original? The greatest. He had like a mop of curly hair, right? Right. Yeah. Who would play? Was him? it the guy? Who, <laughs> was it the guy from who was also in Condor Man? Did you ever say Condor Man? No. Is that the same person? Condor Man. Yeah, Condor Man. Hold on, I'm gonna get out my. I'm gonna get out mine first. I don't even know what Condor Man is. I, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, Condor Man was like a. Um, it was like a satire of like. Uh, superhero slash James Bond style was it, films. Was it an American thing? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Well, I'm going to say I'm pretty sure, but I don't actually well, you really say know. that, but then it... So, um, tell me... Uh, okay, so Condor Man, I'm going to look at first. Condor You're going to look up Condor Man first? You're going well, straight to Condor Man? Yeah, I am, actually. Um, all right, so... William Cat. Oh, okay. So, no. Oh, oh, my God, really? What, is that him? No. Uh, Condor Man is a 19, uh, <clears throat> Condor Man is a 1981 American adventure comedy superhero film from uh-huh. Walt Disney Productions starring Michael Crawford. Michael Crawford was in it. Barbara Carrera and Oliver Reed. Um, the movie uh, follows comic book illustrator Woodrow Wilkins' attempts to assist in the defection of a female Soviet KGB spy. Uh-huh. It was like a. Don't, oh, all right, I'm going to tell you more about it now. Then. No, 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 no. Woodrow Woody Wilkins, Michael Crawford, is an imaginative yet eccentric comic book writer and illustrator who demands a sense of realism for his comic book hero, mm-hmm. Condor Man. Mm-hmm. So he's a comic book writer. Mm-hmm. He's writing Condor Man mm-hmm. to the point where he crafts a Condor Man flying suit of his own and uh. launches himself off the Eiffel Tower. Oh. Right. The test fa- uh, flight fails. His right wing breaks. Now, uh, now when you say fails, <laughs> <laughs> and he dies. End of film. It was like it was a short film. Well, it sounded good. Yeah. So basically, he he becomes like a like you know he gets 
so he's like a comic book writer who gets caught up in like a real life sort of spy right. situation. It was, it was a funny film, but it, it reminded me of the the greatest American hero. Yeah, which which was great. I wonder if it holds up. I doubt it. No, but gritty reboot. It, it would definitely like. It, who would be like a good modern day greatest American hero? You. Yeah, I think so. Really? I mean. <laughs> I've got the hair. Right. I mean, I mean, it, uh, I mean, well, well, I would like to see you play it. I mean, that would definitely be a gritty reboot. Like, it would just give it a bit of a modern feel, you John know, C. like you <laughs> Right? You could actually do that. You could definitely do like a, you'd, like, I'm talking more big screen now, not TV series. Yeah. It would be like, John C. Riley yeah. is the greatest American hero. It'd be perfect. Oh, see, that's good. Yeah, you could definitely say, oh, yeah, all right. Yeah. Okay, Let's I'm cutting this. this out of the... Yeah. <laughs> uh, you guys will be the second people to hear this after Judd Apatow has heard it. And if he, if he doesn't like it, <laughs> Will Ferrell will have heard it. Yeah. Uh, if you could uh, remake anything... What would you what would you like to remake? I don't know. That's is a there hard something one from cause... your like youth that you have like a real affection for that you just think like that is you know, shout just dying for a remake? No, I, I'm not really big on that stuff. I mean, I was surprised at like how good Twenty One Jump Street turned out because usually when they remake things, the sequel looks funny too. Yeah, no, I thought it was. And isn't tremendous. that the isn't that the people who made the Lego Movie Twenty One Jump Street? Oh, is it? Yeah. Well, I wouldn't be surprised. And really Cloudy funny. with a Chance of Meatballs, the first one. Well, those are all good movies. Yeah. yeah, Eclectic sort of bunch of movies, but... I don't know. You know, there's not there's not a lot of movies that I can think of. Is there anything that you would want to remake? From my youth? I, well, for me, like, Highway to Heaven was definitely like... Well, they are. Which they are, Marky yeah. Mark's remaking. Yeah, yeah. Um, he doesn't actually go by Marky Mark. Anymore. Yeah, he does. Marky Mark. <laughs> He's a team of accountants and lawyers. Yeah. He calls his funky bunch still. Yeah. I mean, still I, does it. I saw it like a year and I was like, how come they haven't remade this? Yeah. Highway to heaven. Perfect. And you'd think with like the massive market for, you know, sort of religious related things in this country that they would love it. Like an old fashioned show that yeah. the family could all enjoy like yeah. highway to heaven. Yeah. Oh, I know what I've always wanted to remake. Night shift. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I watched a good, there was something that I used to watch late at night about like a, he was like a, it was a vampire thing oh and the night stalker the night stalker they tried to remake it because i was going to say that like with people's fascinations with that sort of stuff you think that would like you'd yeah. be able to remake the night stalker yeah right? uh they tried to remake it it didn't work they it bombed pretty hard right which was surprising because everyone who knows that show uh, like loved it right and I, was, went, I went back and recently rewatched him i was like yeah oh, it's good still like okay. time yeah oh uh, quantum leap quantum leap's my big yeah like i would like leap what, yeah fucking seriously how has it not been remade like it's a perfect show to yeah. remake yeah in this day and age yeah without a doubt right quantum yeah. leap yeah yeah all right <laughs> well we've solved that. hollywood <laughs> There you go, Hollywood. That's uh, this year sorted out. Tune in again next year. Uh, <laughs> now, here's what you got to do with some movies. <laughs> I'll I tell you what I watched uh, the other night is um, I re-watched, and I have not seen this since it first came out, 
Um, I rewatched the third Crocodile Dundee film, Crocodile Dundee one? in Los Angeles. Oh my god, I saw that it was on, and yeah. I laughed, and I turned the channel. I, I've did, never seen that one. See, here's what's interesting: you laughed, and you turned the channel. Yeah, I did not turn the channel. Yeah, and I did not laugh. <laughs> <laughs> we had the complete you're opposite experience. You're listening to the Different Experiences podcast. Um, wow, like. Just wow, yeah. I mean, I mean, but it, okay, so to, I mean, the first one is barely no, the first one's good. I reckon the first one, it's like it's a very, but it's, but it's, it's a, barely hanging in there as a film. The first one is a classic fish out of water story, yes. it still touches into a mythology and ideology that Australians enjoy about themselves, even though it isn't true, right. and that Americans think is true, yeah. And I think. For what it was, and the story, for me, the story of Crocodile Dundee as well, that it spent so many years as the most successful you know, independent film of all time. Like uh-huh. it was a little comedy they made for like six, seven million dollars. It made yeah. like yeah, over 200 million dollars or whatever it was. It was a massive success and it put Australia on the map in a bunch of ways right. that they still, I love everything about that story. I loved it enough that it got me through the second one, which is just a complete, re- like the, if you've ever seen the second one, it's, yeah, it's just the opposite movie to the first one. Right. They flip the fish right. back into the water. Yeah. <laughs> it's a classic, it's a classic <laughs> fish back into right. water story. <laughs> Isn't it meant yeah. to be a fish out of water story? Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, no. But the fish was out of the water already, yeah. so yeah. it got back in. Back in the water. People love that as People well, don't they? People love a fish back in the water People story. love a fish back. <laughs> you know what Hollywood needs more? Fish back in the water stories, <laughs> not the other way around. Yeah. And then the third one. Why does he go to L.A.? Well, uh, is okay. it still the same girl? Oh, yeah. Oh. So Linda Kozlowski's character. Now oh. she, um, her dad owns a newspaper, right? Sure. And uh, there's a mystery. Something happens, and she has to go back and um, help run the business for a little while, right? So they all decide oh. to go to LA for for the trip. Sure. Mick comes along. Yeah, of course he does. Yeah, and and young Mick, Michael, uh, his son, five year old uh, Michael. That's not a knife. Oh, really? Oh. <laughs> You don't, it's like, firstly, and no disrespect to the kid because like everyone in it's terrible. So I'm not blaming the, like Mm. the kid wasn't the worst thing in it, right? but the kid was not, I guess, well, here's what I'll say. The kid was not well directed and well coached. Right. He may or may not be a good actor. Uh It's, you would be, it would be unfair of you to judge him based on what you saw in that thing. (laughs) But I mean... The, the way he delivered the lines was like he was on stage, you know, like, oh, you know, it's yeah. like everything was like, here's my joke yeah. and here's me trying to be adorable. Yeah. But it was not either of those things. And, but they were clearly setting it up for, you know, so at the end kind of, you know, young Mick, like, you know, are you going to choose to be a crocodile hunter or are you going to choose to run the newspaper empire, the right? Yeah. And like it, Crocodile Dundee, like Paul Hogan's character, Mick Dundee, at the like he, the little Mikey says something like, uh, "Well, you used to be hunting crocodiles, weren't you, Dad?" And he like says, "Oh, my crocodile hunting days are over." And then turns to the camera no. and winks. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like House of Cards. Oh, yeah, it's just, yeah, I mean, it's very good, is what I'm saying. It's, uh, I mean, it's a real commentary on <laughs> the form and the format. I wonder uh, how much money he made off those movies. Oh, it, Did he have a piece of them? Oh, he he made millions and millions really? of money, really? uh, dollars, like millions, wow. millions that he kept in, 
offshore accounts that oh, the Australian really? tax office have oh. been trying to pursue ah. for a long time. <laughs> uh, but he's uh, but um, he. It's terrible. His face doesn't move. Like he's got so much yeah. Botox and plastic surgery and oh, stuff. God. So, and when you're trying to do comedy. Yeah. No, you cannot do plastic surgery and do comedy. Right. You can't. And, but here's the thing that I would say is I watched it all and I, and I thought it was terrible. And I've spoken on this podcast before. In fact, James Fodders like just did a new poster again for, um, cause I've always said that the, if, if, if I was ever going to like do a proper gritty reboot of the movie, I would do, a gritty reboot of Crocodile Dundee. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I would set it with Mick 20 years younger than he is in the first film. Uh-huh. So you get to see what made him be that guy who's living out there on the right. land, like right. where the humour came from but where clearly – because clearly in that character when you first meet in the first movie, it's a dude who's been living out in the wild, hunting crocodiles. He's conning people but he's like also yeah. wants to be alone and solid. Yeah, yeah. You could actually – but he's an adventure man and that yeah. first movie is kind of an adventure – like right. it's an action adventure movie. This last one is as well. It just has some terrible plot about. Uh, so I'll I'll give you the quick overview of like Crocodile uh-huh. in LA. So they come to LA. She's trying to investigate this like, uh, um, you know, uh, she's trying to investigate this like uh, something's going on with this company that keeps making these films and they they get worse and worse, but they keep making the films. So there must be something dodgy going on. So Mick goes and gets a job, like on the Hollywood lot. You know, working on this oh film. Oh my god! Like he starts as like uh, just an extra. It keeps uh, messing up, uh, keeps uh-oh. messing up the scenes by looking <laughs> at the camera and stuff. Yeah. But the thing is, like, he would have been fired after the first uh-huh. time he the did that. The very right? first time. He the did very that. first yeah. time. Yeah. The, secondly, uh, then he the, the 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 monkey in the scene isn't like I'm operating sorry. for the monkey. It sounded like operator. You, it sounded like you said the monkey in the well, scene. Well, the monkey in the scene <laughs> in this movie in this terrible movie they're making. Right. There's a monkey. Of in course, the there's scene, a monkey, and it won't do its actions. So oh, Mick, because yeah. he can communicate. Well, he knows, yeah, he's an he animal. He goes over and talks to the monkey. So then he gets hired as the monkey trainer. Ah, uh, oh, like, well, yeah, that's exactly how it happens. That's how, well, that's how you get ahead in show business. <laughs> you get on as an extra, by the end of the day, you're the monkey trainer. And, and by the end what, of the week, you're a producer. And you know what they do is they always want the extras to get involved in that sort right, of thing. Right, they love that. They always say, could you all oh, come could over you here and help uh, out? Uh, yeah. How, how about you, be? extra? You come and help yeah. with the monkey. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then... He stumbles upon the plot, which is that, uh, spoiler alert for anyone who's still hoping to catch up on Crocodile yeah. and Dee in Los Angeles. Yeah. But here's what they're doing. They keep making these movies because they're set in these like old, you know, with all this famous art on the walls. Sure. And they're bringing in this prop art, but it's not props. It's oh. actually the real stolen art. What? And they're bringing it over, but then they replace it. Like, and then what happens is that they, you know, they burn down the whole thing in the scene. Oh. And so everyone thinks the art's been destroyed, but it hasn't. Oh, They've stolen the that's, art. Geez, it's a nonsensical it's, it's and overly of, elaborate plot. It's the opposite of genius. Right. <laughs> it's the complete opposite of genius. The original title of the movie. Oh, my God. Right. So he follows that plot, basically. Wow. So, terrible. It's, I mean, it's just terrible. That's really. But. You watch the whole thing? No, no, I came in about like uh, I'm gonna say I was like about a quarter of the way in, mm-hmm. but you know I've seen it before, so yeah. it was yeah, easy oh, enough yeah. to pick up the. <laughs> oh, you'll also enjoy uh, that uh, your mate Mike Mike Tyson makes a cameo back when uh, before you know uh, the Hangover or whatever. Like this was, this pre, was like it's pre-rape. Oh no, I'm gonna say it was like, well maybe it was pre. Yeah, I think it's yeah pre. pre. Yeah. But still, so the joke. Is that they uh, they meet this guy in the park uh-huh. and he's meditating. That's oh. Mike Tyson. Oh, I say sure. he's yeah, meditating. Yeah, he's doing he yoga is. in the yep. park, Classic and then crazy. they sit down with him and he teaches them about meditating. Uh-huh. And then 
then Mick walks away and he's talking to his son. He's like, I'm a good judge of character, son. And his son's like, that guy seemed nice. And he goes, yeah, he'd never heard a fly, that guy. I'm a good judge of character. Ah, I get it. Because he's Mike Tyson yeah. and he rapes people. Get it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the joke's funnier now. Right. <sighs> um, wow. I mean, it was, it was horrible. But yeah. all that said, I stand by the fact that the story is fantastic enough that you could do like a story of his young life or... I agree. I also stand by the fact, and this might sound a bit more controversial, mm-hmm. but by the end of it, it was actually set up at a point where if you wanted to do like a Son of Crocodile Dundee thing mm-hmm. and like have Paul Hogan even have a cameo like because he could be in it because yeah. it is his son, you could still make another... Like there's... There's not. They didn't destroy all goodwill. Right. They did their best to destroy all goodwill. They tried. Yeah. But wow. Yeah, it was. I oh mean, it was. It's kind of heartbreaking because I did love the first one. It feel it. It fills me with sadness. That story. Yeah. Well, did you did you did you know that you and Charlie were talking about the Saw movies? Because one of the guys who made it's Australian. Yeah. Uh, both of them, James Wan and Lee Whannell. I thought James. Do you, Do you know that? that they made so much money because no one bought the rights to it. Right. So they fucking own oh, no, it's, it's the most ridiculous. successful franchise of all time. Yeah. And they and got they, to own it. Yeah. It's insane. Uh, do you know what, uh, I may have even told you this before, but do you know what uh, Lee Winnell was doing immediately before they made the little teaser for Saw and then sold it and then uh, have more money than God now? Uh-uh. Open mic stand-up. Wow. Open mic stand-up. See? Live the dream. But I'm sure that he dreams one day he'll get back to the circuit. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm going to crack that nut. I'm going to crack it. There's a guy who could fucking drop $70,000 on a podcast. Did yes. You this? If you're listening, Lee. Podplane. You know what it's like. Yeah. Buy a fucking podplane. Yeah. Or give the guys the 70 grand so they can make their dog go. Do you it. Know? Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah. Uh, all right, Dave, thank you so much for uh, coming to do the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, people can find you on Twitter at Dave Anthony. Mm-hmm. They can find your podcast, Walking the Room, on yeah. the internet. They can find you in a different suburb to where you used to live. They can find you at the base of the mountains. Yes, the base of the mountains. <laughs> if you're looking for Dave. Uh, you can buy my album at Bandcamp. Shame Chamber. Shame Chamber. And the dollops can happen. I'm, I'm going to start backlogging them and then putting them out. Once you, once you, once you're settled yeah. in the new place. Yep. You'll have more time to think. God, I know. In that fresh base of the mountain air. air. Yeah. Just me and the eagles or whatever. I mean, they might, <laughs> they, they might have been crows, but I right. saw some birds. Oh, there. I thought you meant like the dudes from the eagles. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I play trumpet in the eagles. Uh-huh. I'm an accountant now. <laughs> uh, my tour is uh, now actually on, I'm guessing, by the time you hear wow. this. Uh, uh, willanderson.com.au for all the details but uh, Adelaide Fringe first four nights are cheap previews while I you know put the show together and then uh, we open on the Friday night officially but if you want to come along and cheaper and watch me you know tell the jokes for the first time the first four nights are cheaper for that reason then I'm off to Brisbane for a week uh, the uh, first Tuesday is the cheap night and that's nearly full so if you need a cheaper ticket get in quick for the Tuesday night uh, I'm in Melbourne for the month for the Melbourne Comedy Festival uh, then I come back to the US I'm going to be at the Acme Comedy Club in Minneapolis the last oh, week of April great club it's, they, it's my second time back which, oh, well my yeah. first time back but like it's the second time there which is really nice that they invited me back so I'm excited about that 
Then I will be at the Bridgetown Comedy Festival oh. in Portland, Oregon. Uh-huh. Uh, which is not in South Africa. Uh, no, it is not. Last year when you were at Bridgetown Comedy Festival, I was like, oh, Dave might be going to... No, no, Portland. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out there's some bridge towns in a lot of places. I guess places that have bridges and towns. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, but that's my first time in Portland doing shows. So if you're in the area, um, please come out and see those shows as well. And then I'll be back in Sydney for the Sydney comedy festival and then like heaps of other dates after that but i'll plug them when i'm closer to all those ones uh dave thank you so much for i won't i, I guess i won't get to see you for uh oh, for a little while ma'am sad. sad it is sad it is sad well wow. yeah, oh. what are we, you got any not final words but if you oh i have to mention this um so charlie and i are doing a live toe fop during the melbourne comedy yes. festival are you allowed to say his name and I are doing a <laughs> someone insert name here. No, no, we're allowed to say it. The, Channel Seven are fine with it. We oh. we we offered them a couple of things. We said we're going to uh, do it live, and it might only exist as a live thing. Mm-hmm. If they're not happy with any of the content of what we say on the oh, night, okay. yeah. then we won't we won't post it as an episode. Oh, yeah, we are sure. going to record it as well, uh-huh. and if they clear it then we'll post it. Yeah. I'm guessing they won't clear it because, right. you know, the sort of thing that happens oh, on a night like that, they're not going to clear that. Right. But we'll record it anyway and in a couple of years or whatever, whenever we oh, get to right. a point, we'll still have it and we'll be able to, like, you know, yeah. use it and release it then. But it may just be a thing for the people who are in the room that night, at least in the short term. Right. So um, uh, we don't have any details of what night it is. It's probably going to be the last two weeks of the festival and what room it is. It won't be a massive thing. We tr- tried to think about... How big a room? I, I think about the same size as we did for Superpod. Yeah, you know, the like supper room. Right? It's like two eighty. Yeah. So it'll be a limited ticket thing. We're going to donate all the profits we make uh, from the show to the Royal Children's Hospital Appeal, oh, which is on that week. Which Channel Seven, which is the network that Charlie works for, uh-huh. also is the network that broadcasts that. And uh-huh. so we kind of we've done a few things to sort of go. You know, we're going to we'll do it all for charity. All the money right. will go to your thing, and yeah, yeah, we won't necessarily broadcast it if you don't want us to, but. They've been generous enough and going, okay, cool. We're cool with that. Like, yeah. you know, so they're happy. So it's it's fun. It's like, it's really exciting actually to right. kind of have the opportunity to do that. So the reason I mention it now when I have no details is I'll put them on the website as soon as I possibly have them. Um, so, cause I know that Zori people on the Facebook page and stuff were like, well, we'll right. we're going to travel interstate or we're going to yeah. plan our weekend around it. So if you're one of those sort of people, I guarantee as soon as I know, I'll post the stuff. But the Facebook page is always normally the best place to to like look for that stuff straight away because right. I tend to post there most days. All right, Dave, um, do you have any uh, final words for us? Uh, it's sad. This is the faux fan. 